kick a chick out of the studio for shit's nuts him. <laughs> nah, like in Cal's words, him, the truth is madder than fiction for It's nuts out here. Look, I see a thing that I touch, tell me about talking stage, gotta tell her don't force it. Beef man, pepper and salt it. Me and RJ gotta pull up, no talking trap. You ain't got a rack to your name, my bro. Brick laying, we don't know about shortage. Rental, I never insured it. M25 got a whip that calmly. Man, try. He definitely looks like a Bubba Sparks fan. Or just might like some rap music. I mean, he see, he looked like Bubba Sparks since he shaved his fucking beard. I don't understand why he did that, dude. He just looks like. He looked like a creative character from WWF No Mercy now. Man, look, yeah, he looked like Baby Huey. And he, weird. And, and I don't he, mean pop like a drop at Huey. <laughs> the Baby Huey. Yeah. Do your Googles, young folks. It looked like he wanted... Okay, so like I'm behind because I have cable. Let's just put the quotation marks on that. Yeah. He looked like he really wanted to say it's lit. He looks like he's actually want to have fun, but he's like, damn, I got to look serious. Wale following Montez closely, too. Can we not say Wale name on our podcast? I forgot. I forgot the rule. I forgot the rule. (laughs) This actually is a good setup, though. This is crazy. This ain't bad. Um, These white kids on dope and all that shit, like, bro. Why the fuck is it an N1 basketball player in there, bro? Shouts out the hot sauce. This is yeah. I felt like they should have had the whole show here. This is actually pretty insane. Niggas is just out there like, I came to see Smoke Perp. What the fuck is going on? If you came to see Smoke Perp, you have to get your life in order. Child. It's Florida. Hell. And you can see the water out there because it fucking rains every day because it's hell. But yeah. it'd be fucking 90 degrees. Yo, Dawkins definitely got to stop dressing like LeBron in NBA Live 04. Yeah. This man just dressed like a lunch high school baller. All-star. Like the nigga that don't make the team, but just really good at ball. <laughs> he asked you passing the ball. He bricked the shot. Yeah. He just, the nigga that, that's good enough to be on the team, but attendance is a problem. So were they forced? Because... I'm asking I mean, because chips. the demographic is fine. We already know you're eating uh, episode 40k fave ain't dead. I am your host uh, here with my guy, Just. This is your guy, Banks. Uh, follow us as always. We're part of the Show Your Work Net now. So show your at Show Your Work Net on um, all DSPs. Yeah. So and then follow us on Twitter. So I'm asking a question about as we're recording. We're watching the Rolling Loud match that they have, and I'm asking, yes, sir, I'm asking the question. Thank you for saying that, too, because I was going to keep on rolling. No pun intended. Do these kids have any idea what they're watching? I'm pretty sure this isn't a wrestling demographic, but the fact that they're watching, this is crazy. Like, I'm just looking at the crowd the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to tweet it. How many of these these kids think Chad Gable is Kurt Angle. Let me ask you a better question. How many of them know who Kurt Angle is? Oh, they know who Kurt Angle is. They don't know who Kurt Angle is. It's insane. Yo, it's rolling loud. These, like, what's the age demographic of rolling loud? About 
21 to let's say 35 at the most. Like what forty year old? We, me, and you in our early thirties. If somebody gave you the ticket, all expense paid to go to Rolling Loud. First of all, I ain't gonna go because the Rona out here came back like Brock Lesnar with a ponytail. We don't know how that's gonna be, but we don't know how this variant gonna be. But nonetheless, I'm just not gonna go out there. I don't care if it's. I kind of answered the question before I let you answer my fault. But before I pass it back to you, I'm just gonna say this, yo. All expense paid. I get to go in the front row. Still not going to roll out. As much as I love Trippy Red, I'm a huge fan. I'm not going. Man, this Delta variant is looking at this like it's about to put up Giannis numbers. <laughs> right, game it, six it, numbers. Yeah, Gian, well, game six, game four. What, which one you want? All of them. All the games. Like it's it's got to be like thirty or so thousand people out there. And here comes Bianca. Yo, they cool. really don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I'm looking at, they just like they doped up. Let's see how they react to Bianca. We'll go yeah, like you got a crowd full of Kodak Black fans, and you trying to get them to figure out who these people are. I'm glad they're not in any place to touch them. That's all I'm gonna say. Um. Yeah, get don't do this shit again. I don't see nobody getting active for Bianca. If you can't get active for Bianca, I don't give a fuck if you don't know what wrestling is. You well, once again, it's Florida. They don't love black women in Florida. But besides the point, I don't give a damn if you don't know who uh what wrestling is. If I seen Bianca just at the airport, I'm stopping. If I didn't know what wrestling was. Carmella as well, but we talking about a black queen right now. But yeah, the fact that they not giving no type of energy, don't don't ever go back. Don't ever do this again, Vince. Especially in fucking Florida. Coachella, maybe. I'm telling y'all, Vince out here just Vince out here trying to get that Black Lives Matter dollar. That's all he care about. That's all he care about. He don't care about nothing else. He just saw Oh, okay. All these other businesses is making a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Uh, promoting, you know, we stand with the black community, this and that. Keep in mind, most of them haven't really given any money. Mm-hmm. But they get to look morally right. What do you think Vince doing? Uh, want to cash in? You want to tell the people about what you told me? You broke that news about Trey Young. Oh yeah. So for those watching this, you're hearing this later. I mean, not watching, just hearing later. Trey Young came out or popped up on video. Uh, he announced that WWE will be having a pay per view event on New Year's Eve in Atlanta. And Hey man, I I almost feel like he saw what did he like? He just saw what what's that? The Donda listening party and was like, okay, we can have an event there. We can have an event mm-hmm. there. You know what? You on to some? Because what did I tell you uh, before we came on air? Like, yo, I think he'd be tapped in and shit. 
but people don't know he'd be tapped in. Because that is kind of ironic. Like, I mean, he's bold because he's trying to do it on New Year's Eve in Atlanta. Listen, I don't give a damn if it's in fucking Florida, especially New York, L.A., Atlanta add to that list. You're not going to get people to come up. Nobody wants to go to wrestle on New Year's Eve, bro. We watch wrestling. You know what I do on New Year's Eve? I'd be in the crib because it'd be dangerous. But if I were to be out, I'm definitely not trying to watch no wrestling on the last day of the year. Hey, man, Kyle County will show up for him. Bro, nobody going. In Atlanta? You know what goes on in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're Bruh, right. It's like, all right, so mentally everybody prepares for New Year's Eve. It's like, all right, I'm about to go do this. I'm about to go do that. Woo, woo, woo. Multiple things in one day or at night. Wrestling is not on my list. All right, I'm going to go to wrestling for two hours. No, nigga, eight to ten. We got to get turned up before Midnight. Yeah. What the hell is it? It's nah, that's I don't he's bold though. Like I said, he he ain't seeing heaven for a lot of things, but he definitely not seeing heaven for booking SummerSlam the same night as Errol Spence versus Manny Pacquiao. Like, bro, that why would you do that to me? Me personally, I'm kind of upset because I would have went to SummerSlam had it be on a Sunday. But Saturday, no, I'm not missing no Errol Spence and Manny Pacquiao fight. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, SummerSlam, we're going to get Cena versus Roman. We're going to get all that. I mean, to be fair, it's going to be off before the Pacquiao-Spence fight start. Why the hell did Bianca come out first? Questions we – because it shouldn't happen. Or they probably did that to get the crowd hype. But you see them? They turn away. You look at that woman when she's in the screen. Uh, Carmelo. They probably just—they probably think these is girls off of love and hip hop. Hmm. Anyway, I I, I would say that if one of them was less in shape than the other one, I'm just gonna say that. Okay. They—they really not involved in this crowd. Like, yo, there—there was no reasons for this to happen. I want to look out. My timeline to see if people are saying the same thing as me. She trying to, but it, this this ain't it. it. I mean, you know, this is they trying to get the younger audience. They trying to get trying to be hip. The younger and, audience don't watch wrestling, and the way they tried to do that was to incorporate a rapper whose name we can't mention on the show. It's a few of them, but go ahead. No, no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna disrespect. I ain't gonna because <laughs> it's a few at Roman Loud. Let's just look at the lineup. Yeah, but I, I, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, is Jayco performing? I don't know if tonight. What is tonight? Is it ASAP tonight? Oh, I, I'm running away from the stage at that point. <laughs> uh, I, I would I'm, I would rather watch. Who do I, I dislike I, in wrestling? I, everyone. Me? No, not everyone. I was gonna say I've I forgot I've finished. I didn't finish. Almost everyone in AEW. At least the that's elite. not true because we, we got AEW talk tonight. That's true. 
That's true. We do got AEW. Well, the elite. Hmm. And maybe really nah, just Cody. Just MJF. MJ. Okay, yeah. Fuck that. I'd rather watch J. Cole perform his whole catalog than watch a Cody Rose match. A five-minute Cody Rose match. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. Um nah. I just thought about something. So we got this this match, right? And ASAP Rocky is the headliner. What With no no music in the past what? four years since Astro World and since testing or whatever since he got arrested so what's like since 2018 yeah that was three years it'll be three years ago like this month or next month when testing came out because it came out the same time as uh Astro yeah. World which is crazy so you know you got to put your put your hat not the tinfoil hat on but just put the thinking cap on right now with me you got ASAP Rocky headlining you got Bianca Carmella there. Do you think when the announcement came out for Rolling Loud and it was going to be on Friday night when ASAP is headlining, do you think Bianca and Carmella volunteered on the off chance that Rihanna was there and they'd have the chance to meet Rihanna? Because honestly, I would wrestle at Rolling Loud if I had a chance to meet Rihanna. Uh, If I have to listen to ASAP Rocky to look at Rihanna, I'd rather not. I'd rather (laughs) not, sir. Nothing is worth it. Ah, oh, I love it. Maybe, maybe a slice of red velvet cake. Maybe, but even then, we, we all got our, we all got our our hard nose. We all got our deal breakers. That that's a deal breaker. His music, Travis Scott. Yeah, I'm good. Either one of them, I ain't trying to see. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. Anyways, let's get to these topics because we we've been gone for a minute. And uh, what we got here today? We got some things to adjust, to talk about. First thing, I mean, the big one, Money in the Bank recap. Uh, overall, what do you think of the show? Good show, especially for them to come back. Uh, it wasn't great. Good is sometimes good enough. I think people yeah. have this preconceived notion that if you say something isn't a classic, then it's trash. That that's the area we in with every single thing, especially entertainment. Guarantee y'all that man that trick y'all that we don't need to name. I'm gonna listen to the album, but the man we don't need to talk about, uh, it's gonna trick y'all. Y'all, some people gonna call the album as a classic, some people gonna call it trash. Let's just say it's gonna be trash. But anyhow, I think it was it was a great pay-per-view. I really enjoyed the Charlotte and Rhea Ripley match. Uh, Charlotte was working like a motherfucker to get her over in that match. Glad they got the belt off her. And then we'll talk about Nikki Ash getting the title because that was phenomenal. Uh, the Raw after was actually better than Money in the Bank, but w- we'll get to that point. Yeah. Uh, the, the Money in the Bank women's was entertaining. The men's yeah. was entertaining. Uh, I think you know, they worked us because I swore up and down they was going to try to have Drew be on our TVs for another year. So, so MVP, Big E. MVP of the night, Jinder Mahal. Oh, no. He's always MVP, but he definitely was MVP that time. I said 3 and B beefing. Turn it up. Where Heath at? Bring Heath back just to, to be the special ref. He got kids to feed, so he probably ain't going to be there. I mean, you can get him a check. He'll take that money. He, I want to know. Slater might be 50 cent. 
He just take any check. I want to know how much he made over his career. I never pocket watched, but I really want to know how much he's made. Heath? Yeah, because he said he got kids to feed. Didn't he come out? I don't know if all those were his kids. Didn't he come out that one time with a bunch of kids for the program? Yeah. I don't know how many kids he got. I don't listen to that. But I do know that dude was booked for a while, and then he wasn't really going nowhere. So hopefully he got to save his money because he didn't do much traveling. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but wasn't he jobbing for like that two year process? People was like, well, he was jobbing. Hey, he was getting paid. Yeah, he was jobbing at WWE. Right. Brooklyn Brawler made a lot of money just jobbing at WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Corbin. Legend, pathetic ass Corbin. I kind of like this this version of Corbin. No, it's actually fun. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to know who idea this was. I feel like it was his, because the marketing for it has been insane too. Like, they started a whole ass website. Yeah, I mean, he not cutting his hair. He letting it go. It's he great. Just like me. The uh, this quarantine depression character. Anyway. I'm- yeah, De- Bianca um, definitely going to church after this. Yeah, All them heathens out there. I mean, Corbin is just playing the character of a regular old white dude. And they he might be not regular. Yeah, he's just a white dude. Shout out to Shasi Blackheart. And Tegan Knox, but Shasi. I feel you. I feel you. Anyways. Uh nah, my my intentions on my thoughts on Money in the Bank was really good show, really good. Uh, I appreciated the women's Money in the Bank. I liked the superpower stuff with Alexa Bliss. I was like, are we gonna get more of this? Because I I I mean we got and Nikki, uh Nikki Cross Nikki Ash, uh, winning winning the Money in the Bank and then cashing in. We got the rivalry right there. We got superhero versus supervillain. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Like, because, you know, sometimes you got to remember, this is for the kids. Thank you. This is for the kids, <laughs> nigga. Just like Space Jam 2. Yeah. This this is this ain't for you. Same for your old ass. Same for your cynical self. This is for the children. <laughs> Thank you. Same yeah. thing go with Space Jam, bro. Oh, yeah. They should have brought Edge at Rolling Loud. Everybody know who he is. I don't think so. We you in a new you know era. Him. They know it just from the JPEG Mafia drop. Well, they would have had him come out with JPEG Mafia or Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Hey, Edge with Playboy Cardi would be fire. Edge spearing and hitting the downward spiral while Playboy Cardi in the front doing just whatever, pretending to be a vampire. Let him come out with Gangrel shit. Hmm. No, he definitely gonna say he copied my whole fucking flow if he see play more Cardi, or it's gonna be that point. Did he just get hit in the balls with a Nerf ball? Who? And they took his little forty dollars. Baron Corbin. Yeah. They took his lunch yeah. money too. 
Yeah, they got he got robbed like red from Friday. <laughs> he got hit in the balls with a Nerf ball, and they took his forties. Hey, he got to be wearing a chain one day and just get it taken and be like, my grandma gave me that chain. He can't though. Remember, he said like, my house. They taking my house. My, I got my daughter eating canned goods. It's, it's wild that the character that's getting him over is a broke boy. Just divorced dad. Nigga about to be Mrs. Doubtfire and win the women's title. Oh, fuck. Edge came on my screen. All right. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> nah. The Money in the Bank. Since we got it on Edge, we can bring it back. The Money in the Bank match. The women's match. I mean, Charlotte versus Rhea. I thought they did a good job there. I think that was Rhea's best showing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her having a crowd helped because it, we saw that the crowd is kind of into her. Um, that's really it. So you just got some work to do with her. Um, but like I said, it took a while for people to come around on Corbin. Just give it a few years with Rhea. I think you'll get there. Uh, men's money in the bank. Big one. Real quick. It's, it's okay to send her back to NXT, even though she ain't going back. She ain't going back. They just said stay there at least three. Uh, Thank God. Uh, she could have, she could have stayed on NXT for three more years. It's okay. She wasn't ready. Are they gonna let Mandy Rose be uh team up with Frankie Monet? Because that just seems like the right thing to do. Hmm. Just- no, I think she's supposed to be um managing. Uh, I forgot the lady's name. She's supposed to be managing somebody. I think I don't know. She's gonna be working. I hope not. I think she's supposed to be managing somebody. Man, if Edge don't get in the goddamn ring. Yeah. It'd be taking 20 minutes, bro. I know you old, but come on, champ. Yeah. Uh, Main event was cool. You know, Edge was, I mean, Edge and Roman was like, you guys want these 40-minute classics like that other brand giving you? Okay. Okay. I'll turn it up for you guys. This was better than that Edge-Randy Orton match. That's all I got to say. Anyway. Which one? Wait, 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 wait. Which one? The one where they said it was going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. That match was good. That match was good. This one was better. Yeah. I I can see it because that was a wrestling match. That's why. This one was a pure wrestling. Yeah, it was pure WWE style. Yeah, it was entertaining wrestling. So the thing we can't pass up since we off, uh, we can move off of that. We got to talk about Raw, and we got to talk about the best thing in the world that happened on Raw. Because on a night where we saw Nikki cash in, we saw the return of two people. We saw another return. But the thing that was most amazing, the thing that was most compelling was not the John Cena opening promo where we just knew he was about to kill Roman on, on the mic was Karrion Cross lost to Jeff Hardy. Ain't God good. And I mean, I've seen a lot of people say like try and do things and that with, uh, with that to try and justify his loss. Like, yeah, Jeff Hardy coming back, losing to Jeff Hardy is not a bad thing. Jeff Hardy, a legend. Yeah, we know that. But you're supposed to be 
the next big thing. And for the last month, month and a half, everybody you come in contact with just be telling you, you, you ain't shit. And they be right. People be on their side. All right. So people want to say Vince and Bruce and all them not tapped into what's going on. Yo, if I'm signing your checks, I know what the fuck is going on. I might not be there, but I got people that stare. They know exactly what's going on with this Karen Cross dude and his beliefs because they got rid of the referee. Raquel Gonzalez probably going to lose that title very soon as well. Uh, Karen Cross is about to lose the title, apparently. Uh, it's, it's rumors. I actually know what happened because it got leaked because they are recording the shows live. Or not live, they're taping the shows. So Karen Cross is yeah, soon. Soon, I'll just say that without spoiling it for anybody. And same with Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, they know exactly what these people's beliefs are because WWE is potentially about to be sold. It seems to be that's really about to happen, and it's been rumored for a year now, but it seems like it's about to happen. This is why all these deals are taking place. They probably are trying to, like, yeah, we're not gonna cut you, but you gotta stay low. So, carrying cross anyway, he's jobbing out to a legend being Jeff Hardy. That's not that bad. And then because nobody likes him, apparently people backstage don't like him as well because we're in an era now where you trying to have a belief system about something that died out a year ago. Newsflash, you fucking morons. The cracker ain't there no more. The orange cracker ain't there. Let it go, my nigga. Yeah. Uh, like, my nigga, I want another little brother album with Knife Wonder. Probably ain't going to happen. That's fine. Live on with the memories. The problem is with these white people, they can't just let shit go. Cause they don't have, bro. They don't. Ha- they don't want to have memories. The best part about life is fucking memories and moments. They don't want to have memories about. Yeah, remember that one time where we felt like we were back on top of the mountain, where it was supreme and everything was great because we had our leader. You don't have to have the same beliefs if if bro not there, or just lie about it. Remember when time when motherfuckers would lie about their beliefs. Yeah. What happened at that time? Yeah. I mean, you you going full Kofi with the Kofi right now. But um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about with Cross is, and someone made a great point, is, and this is why a lot of people in NXT don't transfer well over to, is because they don't work well in the WWE style. Mm-hmm. They don't. Like, if you look at Cross's matches with Balor, you look at Cross's matches with Champa. He looks good in those matches because he's wrestling a faster, more fast-paced style. When he has to be like a methodical big man, the way WWE likes their big men to be, that's not him. This is why Dijakovic is struggling, because that's not him either. Like, Keith Lee can do it a little bit, and even then, it's, it's touch and go. Right. But, like, y'all want to know why? Vince prefers Edge over Christian. Go look at the way Edge works that style with Roman. Mm-hmm. Not that Christian can't. Just Edge does it a little bit better. So when you see Cross out here, like, and people just not fucking with him, it's really just like they look at the style and they're like, okay, you're supposed to be going in the main roster soon. And it's like, nah, nah, we're not buying this. We don't believe you. You need more people. He He can work, but... I don't think it's for this era, so to speak. And he definitely doesn't have the look 
and he can't talk on mic. I think that's what's been going on too. Vince probably seen tape on bro. It was like, Ooh, shit, I don't know. Because he been bought by little dudes. <clears throat> and we know how that company feels about little dudes, even though they can't stop it now. Yeah. I mean, one of the things is, so what's a good thing? Uh, shout out to Trap McAfee. Because he made a great point. He was on Pub- Public Enemies podcast. He made a great point. He was like, once Vince started, uh, Vince was siding with the five seven niggas. He knew it was a wrap. And I was like, yeah, you you really gone if Vince is siding with the short dudes over you. Like Vince, who loves a six foot three, two hundred and thirty pound worker, is looking at Adam Cole and like, you know what, Adam Cole got a point. You know what? Gargano got a point. Like Vince mm-hmm. ain't never said those names before until he looked at Karrion Cross and he was like, okay. Because you know who he, he went down and saw, what big man he saw, and he was like, yeah, that's the one. Bronson Reed. Cross there too, and Vince gonna try it, because Vince can't just pass it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it with McIntyre the first time. McIntyre wasn't ready, but Vince Vince was convinced. No pun intended. Yeah. But no, you, you you absolutely right. It's like now the big man has to be athletic. You feel me? So it's like when Keith Lee came back and got that pop, everybody was just a fan of his in general. Even if you didn't see him underground wise, this is like this is different. So you got to have personality. For the most part, you got to be somebody of color. Can't cross somebody of color, but he ain't colored, if that makes sense. So. You get you gotta have something, you gotta have personality. You can't be getting bodied by little dudes. They up here looking up at you but pointing to you. That's a problem. And you can't talk. And they probably doing this on person and on purpose because they didn't bring his girl with him. I don't know where she at, but they just like, nah, let him get hurt. Let him hey, just cut a promo backstage and it stinks because he stinks on the mic. Hey man. I don't want to speak on this. I hope their relationship is strong because you got to be careful in WWE. WWE will ruin your relationship. They will put her with someone else and her career might take off. You don't want to be Joe. You don't want to be Billy Kidman, Tori Wilson. It it will definitely take off because we got eyes. (laughs) We got eyes. It's some other grown men that got eyes. They like, yeah, bet that up. Yeah. Why is Seth Rollins out here dressed like an Easter deacon? Why you should be able to out? Yeah. I mean, shit, they would have thought he'd bring out Lecrae dressed like that. So I see why they didn't. Um, nah, I, I like the thing with, with Cross, and it ain't, like I said, it ain't much there, like, yeah, you're losing, but I mean, outside of losing to Jeff Hardy, he hasn't really lost. He beat Balor twice. He beat Gargano. He won that match with O'Reilly and all of them. They've done everything they can to make him look dominant. The Samoa Joe thing might be the last uh, straw. This might be the last chance for him. I, I yeah. think it's the, the last chance, because if it don't work with this, if the crowd don't like this, they don't get over because they will be on probably Friday, the night before Money in the Bank. I mean, uh, SummerSlam. And if he can't get that crowd rocking in T-Mobile, 
I, I don't know what to tell them. I don't, oh, NXT is going to be at T-Mobile? I'm Because 36 is going to be the night before SummerSlam, correct? Uh, I thought it was Sunday. Let me check. Let me see. Yeah, let's let's see. Because that was the only thing I would assume, but I could be wrong. Because we're going to get Walter versus Ilya Dragunov that night, too. Yes, August 22nd. And it's in Orlando at the Capitol Wrestling. Okay, so they're going to keep it where it's at. All right. All right, so you're not going to have a massive crowd. No. But you're going to be on the same card as Walter versus Ilya Dragunov? Right, and they running that back, right? Yeah, they were supposed to run it back this past week, but I think Walter got hurt. He did. His hand was hurt. He'd be slapping the shit out of people, that's why. Yeah. But um, you're going to have that violent match on? Hey, man, Joe, you might as well just punch him for real at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Just beat it. Just beat it. <laughs> that's what's going to happen if it don't work out. Triple H is going to be like, work. it's been real. It's been real. Well, they'll bring, bring him up to roll. the – They'll probably bring him up to the main card. It's just he, he he's gonna be just there because he probably doesn't he doesn't have any personality. Uh he's not gonna do like Randy Orton and others have said about Vince. Like, bro, you gotta go into his office and say, Hey, you got something for me? If not, keep going and going and going, and he'll pitch something. Nikki Ash literally pitched this. It's no telling how many times she had to knock on the door, though, because that's how it works. It's that whole brass ring thing that's been talked about before essentially it's just like i got an idea can i talk to you about it no okay i'm gonna keep on coming back yeah seth out here dressed like the north carolina jump mans anyways uh no all i was gonna say too is when it comes to cross here's another thing it's a real small thing but hey man monstrous big man shouldn't wear flaps like, why you got trunks with flaps on them? Yeah, that Roman Empire shit. I don't understand it. Yeah, like, I, what, what are you out here trying to be? You're not a Spartan. And his mind, he is. He, he's storming the capital. Capital. Well, hey, man, if he's storming the capital, that's the funny. I, I've never seen it. Is he really a MAGA hat? Uh, he said things. Oh, okay. But but once again, it's fucking Florida. And most of those wrestlers, especially, that's probably why a lot of them don't go up to the main roster because they know they're going to be exposed. But a lot yeah. of them are NXT or definitely like of that belief system. Like, yeah. I'm going to start okay. ca- just calling it the Florida system because literally, besides Alabama and those places, y'all like the focal point of that shit. St- still won't let that hurt go. Let that hurt go. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right now. This is unrelated to this. I need you to be okay right now i'm gonna need you to make sure everything's okay because the next match coming up is tony storm versus selena vega so you might want to turn off your tv just for your own safety so i have a horrible fire stick um oh shit that doesn't go well with what you just said no it does not (laughs) i have an amazon gimmick and it's not working properly, so I can't see anything right now. I really hate this thing, and I need to get Apple TV. Yeah, it's probably for the best for you right now. 
you just have Bianca and Carmella now, and they're going to give you Tony Storm and Zelina Vega. If Shotzi show up, man, we might have to call the podcast off. Um, for real. Anyways, ain't nobody praying for you, man. <laughs> I just feel like ain't nobody praying for me. Praying for me. Apparently, Kendrick is on that Kanye album. The yeah. funniest. All right. Fuck wrestling. Go ahead. Go ahead so I get my shit off, bro. Go ahead. The funniest shit about that Kanye album that I heard someone say was he has an auto-tune song where he's, like, trying to sound, like, futurish somewhat and, like, hurt about being divorced, which he's probably really hurt. But they compared it to Milhouse's dad when he got divorced on The Simpsons. And, bro... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I ain't here to laugh at nobody pain. That's not a stand-up comedian. But. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me see if I can look that up. I think I know. I think I got to send it to you. Because that, that had me laughing much harder than I needed to be. Like, I was just yeah. like, wow. Y'all. Y'all really, really, and the thing that got people, someone that sent it over was apparently in auto-tune, he's screaming, I'm losing my family. <laughs> Which, once again, not funny. I'm laughing. Out of context. But it's also <laughs> kind of funny. Kurt Van Hoot. <laughs> yeah. Philly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That that made I'm me sorry. laugh. I'm sorry, but this band belting out through auto tune. I'm losing my family is making me laugh so hard. That's fucking hysterical. The thing that's funniest about it is when they asked Kim, like, what was one of the reasons? She was like, I'm tired of my husband living apart from me. So it was like, I'm losing my family. Like, nigga, you 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 left us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, nah, but moving on, we got to get this AEW talk off because it's time. It's time. We got Fighter Fest, both night one and night two, talk about. And you want to go first? Go ahead. No, I'll let you lead in. Okay. All I'm going to say this is about Fighter Fest is these are two of the best AEW shows we've had. Like, mm-hmm. like second, almost second none. And you want to know the best thing about it? There was not one elite match on either night. Aha. Aha. And this is something I, I mean, you know, you had Jericho, you had Moxley on, you had Moxley on both nights. You had Jericho on the second night. But the thing that I thought is really good is you're starting to see that these dudes who were very green in 2019 are starting to know how to wrestle in front of the camera. Now they know how to wrestle in front of a crowd. And once that happened, it it, is, it's a wrap. So, you know, some of the standout matches, I mean, obviously Moxley versus Carl Anderson, because anytime Moxley is wrestling in his new Japan style, he's great. Yep. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian cage. Shout out to your cousin. <laughs> uh, I like this this three man team task thing, especially when they bring in that six man title. 
Just put it on them and let them run. Uh, we need Shane Taylor Promotions to go to AEW and ravage it, though. Probably so, bro, because they do a lot of cross-promotion, and we're going to definitely get to that more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen versus Ethan Page. It was cool. It was cool. Um, Christian versus Matt Hardy. Not bad. Something I never thought I'd hear in 2021. Yeah, I, I didn't think I would actually like Matt Hardy matches this far into my life, but he, you know, he pulled out all the stops. And then I, you know, we got match of the night on night two is Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. Because as I've said numerous times, Britt Baker is their biggest and best star. Like bar none. Um, but yeah, the big crossover that I'm pretty sure everybody you know, who pays attention to AEW, by the time this comes out, you already know, is we're going to get Chris Jericho versus Nick Gage next week. And I don't know what they told Nick Gage he can do on TV or what Nick Gage thinks he can do on TV. But I'm going to tell you guys this right now. You might want to watch that because this might be the only time you see Nick Gage on TV in your life. Yeah, other than if you watch the pay-per-views GCW has or you pull up like I'm about to next month. Yeah. So big love to Nick Gage, big love to the GCW MDK gang because y'all won. You guys really won getting this on TV. It don't matter if it's watered down or not. Mm-hmm. If you can get some people to come out and start watching those events, hey man, shout out to y'all, especially y'all because y'all y'all the deathmatch fans, y'all the most chill. Y'all don't bother nobody, which is crazy to say. You think it'll be the totally opposite? Yeah, man. They just they just out here liking their deathmatches. They let people live. They do all types. Of, like I really I really got nothing but appreciation for y'all. So yeah, I, got, I mean. Uh... Maybe having whole pride like celebrations and shit too. Yeah, man. Like it's it's such a it's such a niche community within wrestling, which is a wild thing to say because wrestling is already a niche community. And then to just because I mean, it's for all. It's a place for all the outcasts. It's for the wrestlers of color. It's for those who are within the LGBT um, community. It's for those who like what's what lots of uh mainstream people like to call garbage wrestling. Yeah, and for the most part, GCW, all their matches aren't like extreme no. matches either. No, they it's very similar to both XPW and ECW back in the day. They provide a lot of variety. Like the variety that AEW says they want to do, mm-hmm. GCW does it. Yep. But I mean, I guess there's gonna be a death match between Nick Gage and Matt Cardona this weekend. And yeah, RIP yeah, Matt Cardona. Right. There's no reason for that, but I guess you gotta pay the bills. He's like shit. Chelsea can't be the only one paying money on his light bill. Yeah, man. Um but yeah, Fighter Fest, you know, I this is also something I appreciate is so next week, we're going to get an elite match. The week after that, we're going to get Cody versus Malachi Black. But I understand that because at that point, it's time to start building to all out. So I'm good with that. 
But it's like what I do appreciate about these AEW things, if they can do this right, those months where they don't have to build to a pay-per-view event is very smart to just let your non-elite talent really cook and drive the shows because, hey, man, the other thing you got to know is with no elite matches, night one did the ratings where I think a little over a million. Mm-hmm. Night two, I think, did 1.1 and a half. That's with no Bucks wrestling. That's with no Omega wrestling. That's with no Cody wrestling. That's with no Miro. So, hey, man, to put on two really good shows to get the ratings, keep that. Keep that up. I understand Cody going to happen. And as much as I don't like it, hey, at least he's not wrestling QT Marshall on my television no more. Absolutely. QT Marshall is at least 65, bro. Motherfucker looks 90. Like, when he go out to, like, the diners afterwards, do they just... Never mind. I ain't about to. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, so what did you think of uh, Fighter Fest? I thought it was good. So let me, let, me, let me give people my whole little stick, so to speak. So... Everybody know how I felt about AEW, but I was like, all right, man, it is what it is. I'll let people get off. The fans was pissing me off about it. So in the past three weeks or so, I've been like, you know what? I've been overusing. It'd be times where I overuse certain memes. So I've been overusing the Kevin Hart shaking his head. Okay, meme. I've been doing that with AEW because I've been watching. It really started with Aleister Black came back. I know that ain't his name. I know it's Tommy N, but I'm going to say Aleister Black just because. Yeah. So when he came, I said, when he came to the show, I said, okay, all right. That was the beginning. Honestly, that, that got me, because I've been watching on and off for years, but that really got me like, okay. Now with these rumors going on now about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, everybody knows how I feel about CM Punk. Maybe AEW. He'll have, you know, it'll be better. His style of wrestling uh, translate better in AEW because it's still the indie style. So maybe it might be good. But Daniel Bryan coming over there, it's like, all right. My main thing is going to be, and then I I learned how to filter everything out. The elite, I know I learned how to filter them out. I I could watch Young Buck matches, even though they're corny, they're gimmick, but that's fine because they're from Riverside. So I understand. But Rancho. I learned, which is even worse. So, <laughs> Rancho Chungamunga. So, yeah. I learned how to filter that out. With Chris Jericho, I just accepted. Like, you know, he a goofy that goes without saying. I, I accept it because now he's not all in the videos. I think in the past couple of months or maybe a year now, he, probably a couple of months, he's just been like, eh, I don't really need to do all this shit. Let's get the young guys over. But as it should be, but the fucking guy that he uh, he wanted to be in the videos, he wanted to have the matches. He definitely gonna try to book himself in a CM Punk or Daniel Bryan match. Hell, he might make it a handicap match and hope to get cut open. That's his style. But I I learned how to filter him out somewhat. So I've been watching the past couple of weeks. Yes, I like Fire Fest and. Yeah, Britt Baker's got better as a worker overall. And I really like that match with Nyla Rose. That was probably my favorite match of the past week of 
day one and two. That's probably my favorite match because I'm trying to think. The Matt Hardy match, and once again, Matt Hardy versus Christian in 2021, it's insane to say, but more so than not a Rose match. I, I really like that with Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, nah, some other good things I forgot to say. You know, we we teasing Andrade versus Death Triangle. We brought out Chavo as a uh, his corner man. Chavito did come out. Yeah, man, Chavo out there looking clean too. Um, also, I think Andrade, Ric Flair told Andrade, "Now nah, you got to go out there fresh. You look too good in the suit to be out there not in a suit." But he be wrestling in a suit now. Yeah, he'd be out there looking like Ewan McGregor and Birds of Prey. Um, you know, so we got that teased up. Uh, I was surprised Lance Archer won. That was a big move for him. Mm-hmm. But I guess Moxley going to go away for a while and be a father. Which is the right move. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we still teasing this Hangman Kenny Omega thing, and I, I really hope they don't let them touch until All Out. Probably so, bro. That eventually his body gonna break down. He can't do this at that age. Nah, man, because you gotta think like he gotta wrestle Andrade next month. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. That was gonna be my match of the year candidate, but I don't know if he can keep up. I mean, he just got like pulverized by Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I didn't know that. I mean, it's Sammy Callahan, so I figured it's probably going to be a death match, but I thought they was going to have like a catch-as-can type match. But, you know, everybody know how I feel about Kenny Omega now. I'm like, he tricked y'all. He just had one good year. What Hove said, that's one good song for one hot summer or something like that. One yeah. hot song for one summer or some shit like that. It's just like, that's 2017. All right, after that, I ain't need to see Kenny. Now he doing 10-minute matches. He looking funny and the like. But all these bells, and it's like, bro, like, you you was already kind of cooked. Now you overworking yourself, and then you got to go against Andrade at AAA. Please give him the title because it make more sense anyway to get a Latin man the AAA title. That used to be in WWE. Yes, also and because he was NXT champion. So yeah. Also, you know, it's time to put Paige over. It's time to do it. This storyline with him in the Dark Order, like yo, we gonna help you conquer your fears. <laughs> It's a great story, man. Right. Is is you know I didn't know I need wholesome wholesomeness in my wrestling other than the new day, but I, I'm glad it's here. Absolutely. I'm glad it's here. Um nah, but that I mean that's really all I have to say about AEW is like, yo, man, keep up the good work because you guys came back with fans and you guys been on a on a roll. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the thing about Cody and Malachi Black, all I can say is if Cody is willing to be the sacrificial lamb to have Malachi Black get over, Cody, you got to let yourself get a little bit destroyed in that match. And if he's willing to do that, good on him. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. He's going to try to do the babyface comeback and all that shit where clearly he's the heel. Every program, when he tried to force himself to be the babyface, people like, man, we don't fuck with you like that. Yeah, I know we talked to like people a lot talk about Cena's booking through the late 2000s, early 2010s. One thing about Cody is, man, he ain't Cena in the ring or in the promos at all. Far from it. But you know what it is. You know the vibes. 
Uh, all I'll say too is, um, yeah, man, let's just keep it going all out. I don't know what they're doing with Miro. I don't know who his planned opponent is for all out. But let that dude keep cutting promos, man. Yeah, why not? Because, you know, I mean, I think the person I'd like him to face, I don't think it's going to happen. Because, honestly, the person I think he should face is Christian. And I think he should beat Christian. Yo, I would actually watch that. It would be great. Because we know, you know, Christian can work with anybody. Mm-hmm. And Miro is just at that point where he knows exactly who he is. So I ain't mad at it. I, I would love to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're still playing up this thing where Christian is going to take away the Jurassic Express from Jungle Boy. I'm fine with it. I mean, the other match we might get is Miro versus Brian Cage. Which, once again, turn it up. But um, I, I'm willing to see that. It's just you know, yeah, yeah, because they got it. Because after this, you know, he dropped that fucking Budweiser title, FTW yeah. title, to my cousin. It's like now, yeah, they they got to do something with him because he, he is Brian Cage. I, I'm very surprised he's not like getting booked, yeah, yeah, as man. much as he should be. We'll see how it goes. They got a lot of moving parts in AEW, so hopefully they can figure out a way to get this all going. Cause they got a lot of people who are very over and they just got to figure out some things. But the cool thing about them is they let people go other places. Like, yo, if there's something you want to do in impact, go do it. If there's something you want to do in ring of honor, go do it. Mm-hmm. You, you want to go to new Japan for a while, go do it. Cause you know, that's, that's a good move. Um, Anyway, the other big story, I mean, we talked about Daniel Bryan and them, and I don't really have much to say other than they went to the place where they could be part-time workers the same way Brock and Goldberg and all of them could be. Because mm-hmm. neither of them are trying to do a full-time schedule. They want to show up when they want to show up. They want to show up for the big matches, and that's it. And that's fine. Like, you don't have to do months and months of work to have me have Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. Don't need it. Just tell me when it's going to happen. I'll watch. That's it. Right. No, that, I I, th- I think that's fine, too, because that's a long flight from Seattle to Florida. So yeah. it's like, I'm not trying to be there every week. And that's fine, because, look, if CM Punk shows up and works once a month, or if he does like the whole Brock Lesnar thing, bro, people gonna be there. They still talk about this dude. He been retired for six, seven years now. They still yeah. talk about him. I mean, uh, and it seems yeah. like the rumors are all but confirmed for him and Daniel Bryan, right? Like they basically signed more so. CM Punk, they said no, it's a guaranteed. From all these sources I'm seeing, they said it's basically done unless he decides not to sign the contract. And for Daniel Bryan, I've seen something along the lines of that. Like, he declined the offer from WWE, and he's looking at AEW. And then he's looking at Japan. I mean, so long as uh, so long as he does things his way and what he wants to do. Because, I mean, him in Japan, 
to be great. I worry about his neck and his shoulder. Uh, what was I going to say? Him and AEW, I think so long as he's with the right workers, he'll be fine. I mean, I can't rule out a WWE return for Daniel Bryan because, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, like, unless you haven't taken a contract from WWE, WWE is always on the table. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing that he might have with WWE is I just want less dates. Yeah, I mean, they got to, bro. At this age for both of them, especially CM Punk. CM Punk could just come in there and just work every night. Uh-oh. It's head of the table know. time. He going <laughs> to come off of this. He going to try to beat up the Mysterios. You know, John out, diff- yeah, he came out right after his cousin's going to win. Just, they can't shine for nothing. But that's what CM Punk said. I mean, not CM Punk. I'm tripping. That's what Cena said. You basically out here treating your cousins like they ain't shit, bro. Why you do that? Yeah. That ain't hustle, loyalty, and respect. Man out here in the white tee. Yeah, those white tees are selling, too. Yeah. Hey, man, the lecherous comments the ladies be having about that man always have me laughing. Oh, I'll delete the women that be making them nasty comments. I understand if you, if you lusting because I'm wild. But I've seen some wild shit. I'm like, okay, you get del- you get blocked. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's, uh, I, like I said, I don't even really be caring. It's just, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and lust. Because I, I see some of the nasty things the dudes be putting up for Sweetie and this and that. I ain't necessarily just talking about you because I know you wanted them. But, yeah. You know, and I, my should be PG compared to the things I've seen before. Maybe PG thirteen. I've seen some things. Yeah, 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 I just you know, hey, you know, some people are in the dirty talk. That's all I can say. Yeah, man, it's a time and a place for everything. You know, the Call fact college. that he really become out um, the pyro to talk for like two minutes is hilarious to me. Yeah, and he just be taking these long Triple H intros now. Yeah. <laughs> It, but it works because it's hilarious, bro. And then Paul Heyman facial expressions is worth, like, yeah. bro. That's uh, that alone is just worth that long entrance, just because he be geeked up. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we gonna see because he gonna respond, and you know, Cena gonna come right back out here. Oh uh, yeah, because he. Oh, I've been waiting for these bars. Yeah. And I can't wait for uh, you know, getting off not getting off topic. I can't wait for SummerSlam when Lashley put Goldberg in the pack. That's not off topic. We gotta have that. Ain't no deal with Goldberg. Me, Goldberg goes over Bobby Lashley, which I doubt is gonna happen. Hey, bro, I, I I don't know what to say at that point. Yeah, you like, got it. I, I was gonna be like, you got it. Yeah, I, I I appreciate what WWE did. Like, I didn't love that it was a uh, it was a. Uh, Kofi, that had to be the one, but I get it. I get it. And I I found it great what they did because I was like, yo, they got him over as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. They got him over. And I, I was like, yeah, okay. Okay, let's do this. So if they had did all of this just for Goldberg to come and knock it all down... <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna be hot. I ain't gonna hold you. 
<laughs> oh my god, the think pieces and all the like, you know, oh, racist stuff, like all that energy niggas have for Tony Khan about to boomerang right back to Vince. And I was coming. like, and I was like, okay, hey man, this uh, it's, it's I feel about wrestling the same way I feel about football. You should not have a favorite team. You should just root for some people you like and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. But uh, nah, we're gonna see. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, we Other got than- a J. Jay White. Oh, yes, yes. This is the. This might be my favorite topic. So you know, Impact Slammiversary, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. You had uh some pretty cool things happen. I mean, you know, we've seen the end of uh, you know, Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steels, because mm. Kiera Hogan is now a uh, free agent. And good on her. She should go see where she can get out there. Mm-hmm. I love to see her in NXT. I think she can do well there. Absolutely. Can we put her on SmackDown against Tony Storm? You take it easy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me stuttering. Like you, 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 you. What that future meme is? You, 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 you. Yeah, you, 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 you. So Jay White was in uh, Impact. He showed up after Kenny Omega won. Jay White, the never open weight champion. The one title Kenny Omega, I think, didn't win in New Japan. Mm-hmm. So Jay White comes out and he's like, I'm tired of seeing these fake Bullet Club dudes. And I was like, bruh, why couldn't y'all bring Tama with him? Yeah, I think they got heat over here, bruh. More so probably because it's Tama just be saying wild shit. They got some type of heat, bro. There's no reason as to why they haven't been in America working other than New Japan. Yeah, yeah like the only time they work in America is when Ring of Honor want them to come over. And it's always against the Briscoes, which I'm never mad at. But we got to be honest, man. Like, Tama been out here talking about the Bullet Club people like this for a minute. He he talked about this. Like, I didn't like the uh, Anderson and Gallows who, you know, Anderson, who's an OG out here siding with them. The Bucks, who he initially really liked because, you know, they was there for the AJ era. And I remember him talking about the AJ era was just about, you know, getting the Bullet Club more visible. It was about everybody. And then, you know, I think his big thing with the Elite was Bullet Club name was so big at that point, they used it for themselves to get themselves over, which... You know, that's how you get AEW. So it is what it is with that. But um, no, he came out and said he tired of this. And then the big thing that it leaked on Tuesday and we saw it all official. Bullet Club got their first official black member in Jay. I mean, uh, Chris Bay, which. Great move, man. Absolutely. man. That kid, that kid stock goes up damn near every month. He's the epitome of hard work and dedication, man. He yeah. stay. He's like the underground like star right now because he stay flying. Everybody else is in the crib. He like, bet. I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Roman out here looking like Keith Sweat at the verses with the facial expressions. <laughs> this, I got my Ciroc right here. Yeah. 
DJ played at one time. So this is cool and all, but you got to look that man in the eye and give us the bars. Yeah. Even though he hasn't said anything yet. That's what I'm waiting for, because like you said, it's the whole, yeah, Paul Heyman, this is why he was hired to do this. But we still need it to be, you know, you face to face with him, giving him the bars. Yeah, yeah. you got to get those Thanos bars off. You can't just get bodied. I, I understand you work in heel style, so I feel like I ain't got to really say nothing to him, but you got to look him in the eye. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. So we're going to see what this goes. Yeah. What? I like that the what the what chan is back when it's appropriate. Hopefully that continues. Don't say what to everything. Yeah. Say don't ex- my fault. Go ahead. Yeah, don't exhaust it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, spam use it like you know how they spam the super kick, the Bucks of Youth and the Usos. Spam the what when it pertains to something like this. Like this, it works perfect this way. I guess a heel. Yeah. It's still insane. That's a twenty-year-old chant. So, still goes on. So, that's the impact Stone Cold got on, on the industry, man. When you talk about Stone Cold, you got to mention that he is the greatest American wrestling superstar ever. Even bigger than The Rock. Oh, he doing. He sound like Will Ferrell. He sound like Mugatu from Zoolander. It's one look. Look. Same old shit. But the thing is, it's not going to work in his favor because remember? Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Okay, that was actually hilarious. But it's not going to work because remember they said this 16 years or 15 years ago about John Cena. It didn't work. He got a counter for everything. That's what makes John Cena go. It's a counter for everything. Yeah. But we all wait for the face-off. Like, it might not happen tonight, but when they have to get face-to-face, that's when it's going to be like, all right, bro. I hope you've been writing. Well, Lupe say to Roy, start writing. Yeah. I can't see I don't need to see you. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, everybody, we watching uh, SmackDown. Yeah, it got quiet. You know the vibes. You gotta not. You gotta acknowledge him. That's why we got quiet. Yeah. The man bun is on point. Hey, we got Finn coming out. <laughs> a triple threat match <laughs> that ain't gonna happen at SummerSlam, but still, nah. Roman Maybe is setting like, up long term booking. Roman's like, not this motherfucker. I don't want to see this dude. Because <laughs> maybe it's long term booking. 
That's all I could Finn, think. Finn, a different type of breed where he get over without saying nothing. Yeah, Finn, Finn like Sting, he just point at you and it's a wrap. But see, he need to do like he did with Karrion Cross. That's why Karrion Cross is trash. He got fired up by Ben, and Ben, you know, a lot of people be like they don't like his way of cutting promos or it's not entertaining. But yeah, he barred up Karrion Cross, so we about to see if he gonna do the same thing to Roman. They should have had Finn at Rolling Loud. You know, black people fuck with Finn. Bro, they don't know who these wrestlers are. I feel you, but they don't know. Tonight was a prime example. They was not paying attention. You know, they not gonna sit up here and tell me, even those kids, they want to see ASAP Rocky. Yeah. And the other thing is, to be fair, I'm saying it's black people rolling out. It's probably a bunch of white folk. What do you say? Finn was like, "Hey, if you want to fight him, you want to fight me." Uh, what language is he speaking? I heard it, but you know, it's a little <laughs> more in depth on the UK rap. You're right. <laughs> That's the original UK rap. Yeah. Let's see. I bet Roman gonna have bars for him, or he's just gonna walk away. Walk away. He just got to drop kick him right now. They really be putting these little dudes against him, but. What's up for Cesaro? I mean, what else? I mean, well, Edge is six five, just like him. So, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, they probably Paul like, hey man, just just beat this cruiserweight up. They saying he's scared. Oh, he getting the carrying cross treatment. <laughs> we don't like you. Please go home. See, this hey. is how you work the crowd. Like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't scared of him. That's how you do it. The thing is, how you gonna do this against John Cena, who got a counter for everything? Hey, chill. He <laughs> like chill. We're gonna have Roman versus Finn on SmackDown. Okay, it's not for SummerSlam. Really- didn't he say like, summer? He says since John Cena won't take this challenge. Nah, you know, fan fan be like, nigga, we can do this right now. Yeah, because I'm like, wouldn't it be for SummerSlam instead? Because he was like, well, since John Cena, you want to take John Cena's challenge? How about me instead? Nah, there's there's no way it's not John Cena versus Roman at SummerSlam. You know, Vince don't look at fan as like a big draw like that. That's why I said I need Finn versus Apollo. Finn, Finn will fit right in at the IC title uh, reign for a while, and then you move him up. Let him win money in the bank and cash in. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, Finn really need a stable. If you get Finn a stable, yeah. yeah. So, nah, but, I mean, what it probably be is, I can see it even being the night before. Or the uh fr- the Friday or whatever before SummerSlam, or they might just do it next week. He gonna beat the hell out of him, <laughs> and then Josh seems like, all right, bro, you can't just be beating up everybody. But either way, Roman Reigns versus Finn Baylor, I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Finn too because he's been giving us TV classics for a minute now. Like mm-hmm. he had, he was trying to put over carrying Cross, and to be fair, he gave Cross two good matches, mm-hmm. and. 
Finn be out here doing it for the people right now because we already know we already know the pedigree we already know the legacy but I do need a good WWE title run from him absolutely and we can even soon but yeah yeah so we'll see we'll see anyways that's all I got today same. Uh, let me get my plug in before you uh, lead us out. As always, Kayfabe ain't dead. Uh, find us on in most DSPs, being Spotify, Apple, uh, episode 40. You can also find us at Show Your Work Net. Shouts out to Nelson. Shouts out to Marcel. We're also there. Follow, retweet, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow us on our individual Twitter accounts. And on that note, brother, lead us out. Uh, yeah, make sure you go follow, listen to Banks versus Davis. Make sure you go listen to Undisputed Hater, Struggle for Success, mm-hmm. all of those good things. Um, hey, man, this is a real low-key episode from us today. This is like our lo-fi episode. It was. It felt very NPR-ish. But yeah, like we had, we had big pauses. We was like, you know, and then we... And, and start talking again. I was, I was, this was very grown, like you know, I'm about to go home and watch Ted Lasso season two. You know, I'm feeling good right now. You know, like I said, this this felt very. Uh, this was our jazz episode. Absolutely, bro. You know, because with me, I was gonna watch Masters of the Universe on Netflix. On my episode, shout out to two. Kevin Smith, the legend. Uh, Pretty yeah. good show. I've been watching. I think you should leave too. That shit was funny. What's that? It's uh, I'll tell you about it off here, but that shit is wild. I have never seen a sketch show where I just don't know where to where it's gonna end or what's gonna happen. Yeah, I definitely need to see this. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link. Uh, anyways, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed our lo fi beats one. We're just gonna put this one on a loop so you guys can listen to it like for 10 hours, like they do on YouTube, which is insanity. Yeah. Some um, of the beasts don't be cracking like that, but you know, if you nah. like it, I love it. Make yeah, it, all the ones, all the ones that sample Miyazaki movies be slapping though. Absolutely. Um, before we get out of here, there's just something we haven't said in a while, and I think we we um we've been slacking. I apologize for that. That's you know from from Banks and I. I apologize. We haven't said this in a while, but. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Good night. On that note, we go.